Hello, and welcome to the Relove Podcast. I'm Dr. Ezzy Spencer, best-selling author and coach, and I believe that love is the language of the universe. I believe we're here to dissolve blocks to love. And this podcast is for those of us who wish to open our hearts to love even more. Hello, and welcome. I'm really excited that you're here, because today we're going to be talking about how to create space for love, how to prioritize love. And this is a universal and timeless theme. It's something that I was working on with clients prior to the pandemic. And so I do tend to work with really brilliant women who are extremely high functioning and have very full and robust lives, tend to have a really deep connection to meaning or purpose or be certainly on the road to that, uh, have high flying careers and who tend to be very fulfilled and enriched by their friendship groups and their spiritual practices and, you know, their fitness routines and, you know, a number of, you know, different creative pursuits and hobbies, which is absolutely awesome. But of course, the question remains, where does love fit into it, all of this? So in this episode, we'll dive into some of the ways that you can create space for love and how important it is to prioritize love. If that's what your heart is desiring to create, because what I often find is that my amazing women will say, yes, 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 I want this. And I'm manifesting. I've got my vision board and they have this idea about someday with someone, but then they are self-protecting. So they're holding themselves back from really diving into meaningful explorations with someone who might actually meet them in that place and a huge amount of, you know, understanding and self-compassion around that. There might be really good reasons for wanting to hold yourself back. And oftentimes that does track back to very hurtful situations early on in relationships, even back in the childhood home, not wanting to replicate funky dynamics that they had witnessed. Um, doesn't always track back to that, of course, but it does often tend to uh, have some roots or threads back into that. Um, and, you know, the issue is, is that a love takes time, it takes space, it often takes a different approach uh, to, say, filling up your calendar all of the time and feeling, you know, really happy and, and, and you know, fulfilled and satisfied in the day to day. But if you're papering over some deeper um, hurt or pain, if you're shielding yourself from being hurt again, you know, or being hurt in at all, you know, in love, you're also shielding yourself from actually having that beautiful, deep vulnerability and real connection that can come through intimate relating, through being in your real essence, allowing yourself to be seen, allowing yourself to be felt, allowing yourself to be touched. So you can't do that intellectually. You can't do it with your head. It's something which you really need to be feeling and allowing yourself to be in that place of what is actually going to feel like extremely exposing. Um, you know, and so I do work with these women who tend to get to this place where they're like, oh yeah, but you know, I'm not going to settle for anything less than this and this and this. Like my life's actually really, really, really good as it is. And absolutely. Like if that's the case, there's no need to pathologize yourself. However, what I find is that 
You know, those are the same women that will wake up at three o'clock in the morning with a kind of gnawing, like a kind of existential loneliness, like a deep longing in their heart. And it's the papering up and it's the keeping themselves busy and it's the filling themselves up and filling up their life, which has them not actually touch that deeper pain and deeper longing around having an intimate connection. And so, you know, the, um, the most honest place that you can get to is being able to admit if it's true for you, but being able to admit that you do have that desire, you do have that yearning, you do have that feeling of loneliness at times, the loneliness of missing an intimate partner, the kind of loneliness that can't be met by your amazing friends or your deeply nourishing job. So I'm finding this theme is coming up more and more at the moment as many of the countries in the world are starting to open up post-pandemic. And of course, every single place in the world is having their unique experience with the pandemic. And of course, there are places in the world which are going into some of the most difficult and most painful part of the pandemic right here, right now. And so I'm thinking of those places and with a huge amount of love and and really hoping for a swift and smooth as far as possible resolution because this pandemic has absolutely rocked this planet. And many of the clients that I work with are in the US, in Europe, in the UK, in the parts of the world that are starting to see some lifting of restrictions. And so what I'm finding is my clients are starting to come back out collectively into the dating pool and they're finding that their wheels are a little bit rusty. So again, I'm referring there to the wheel, the wheel two in the previous episode, the relove wheel of love, you know, that's the dating wheel. And they're finding that it's, you know, it is a bit like riding a a bike, so to speak, you know, you can get back on and you can ride and you can remember how to do it. But also if you haven't done it for a while, if your bike's wheels literally are rusty, then it just might take a minute to warm up again. And this is what I am finding with my clients is that they're oftentimes have got into little, um, you know, patterns and habits and, uh, you know, very work focused flows, for example, during the pandemic or very internally focused, you know, personal development flows, or they've hung out in just very small pods. And as they're starting to open up again, they're finding that they're like coming up against like social anxiety or like wondering how do we do this, needing to learn how to get back into that flow and then just taking a little bit of time, taking a little bit of practice, being a little bit clunky and awkward about it all. So if that's you, know that that's totally normal and it's totally okay and it actually doesn't take too, too much to get back into the beautiful flow. This is what I'm supporting my beautiful women with at the moment, just helping them just to come back, reactivate into their beautiful, um, you know, natural relating. But the interesting thing is, is that like so many people in this pandemic, so many people have done such uh, particularly, you know, I'm, I'm encountering this with the women that I'm working with who tend to be extremely self-aware and extremely attendant to their own growth. 
they have shifted and changed internally during the pandemic. They're needing to get to know themselves again. They're not actually attracted to the same kind of people or the same kind of dynamics as well. So there's that whole layer which is going on in addition to learning how to relate again or remembering how to relate and just getting that wheel turning, you know, that rusty old wheel, just getting it fluid and mobile again. So there's that additional layer of like, well, hang on a sec, you know, was I really showing up in the world as my true self previously? Has this deep period of self introspection and development over the past year fundamentally changed my attraction patterns? A lot of the time it might actually change your attraction patterns, but if you've done the real deep work, it's actually just bringing you back into you. So you're just stripping off layers that your previous attraction patterns may not actually have been indicative of the real you. They may have been more indicative of external layers of conditioning. Again, you know, I'm talking about you if you've done the deep work during this last um, period in time, you know, there's no, and if you haven't, that's okay. You can always do that deep work. You can always get into that place of deeper alignment with who you really are right here, right now in this moment on the planet, because we're all evolving. We're all being going through this period of very accelerated growth collectively, as again, many of the incredible women that I work with have been going through their own individual accelerated growth period, this own individual transformational period. And it can take a bit of recalibration to just really catch up with who you are and where you are and what it is that you're wanting to create and with whom now you would like to create it. So it's <laughs> with all of that being said, this has been the, the, the beautiful um, subject and theme of many of the sessions that I've been doing. And I know that in the upcoming Relove group, which is opening for registration at the full moon, um, and I've had a lot of interest. Thank you. My inbox has actually been pretty much overflowing with people who are inquiring and just wanting to, you know, find out a little bit more about the program. And I know because we are starting it in an eclipse window, we're going to be opening up the registrations at the full moon and then kicking off with the first calls at the new moon in early June. And the new moon is a solar eclipse. And as you all know, new moons are the time for new beginnings and setting intentions. And then when you put a solar eclipse into the mix, you're going to amplify that big time. So then when you bring in a group of incredible women, all of whom are magical, all amplifying their intentions and all working together, I think you can only just begin to sense, you know, how beautiful, fast and magical will be the, uh, you know, the dissolution of the blocks and the creation of love and tapping into that beautiful feminine essence and luminosity that we will be exploring together and creating together, you know, because it's about the embodiment and it's about, you know, really being, um, you know, bringing this, bringing all of this into the 3D. We want to be feeling it. We want to be living it, not just sort of thinking or dreaming about it. Like it's time. It's really, really time for that beautiful creative, uh, cre creative expression, creative manifestation, you know, really being in it now. Um, so, you know, this is going to be very much that subject, like bringing in this crystal clear clarity the subject of the of this upcoming group if you can't tell I'm really excited about it um but even um you know even you just listen to this right now the invitation here is is to ask yourself if you are currently actively creating space for what it is that your heart most desires 
Are you giving yourself this opportunity right now to tune into what it is that you are really feeling? And if you are feeling some, you know, loneliness or pain or disconnection, are you giving yourself the gift of going into the pain and allowing yourself to feel that? And it can be really hard. It can be really, really hard as you start to touch into that longing to actually feel it. Invitation is to drop in and to feel it. And if, you know, you feel like some grief bubbles up or a grief or a feeling of, of loss or a feeling of not having what it is that your heart desires, giving yourself the gift of going into that grief, allowing yourself to really feel the pain, have a big cry like cathart. Allow yourself to move through it, you know, take a bath or a long shower if you can, and just allow the water to support you to move that energy through. And know that this is one of the ways that you can create space for what it is that your heart desires is to be honest about what your heart desires first and foremost, and to allow yourself to feel any emotion that bubbles up any emotion that's connected with not currently living and breathing, experiencing and receiving what it is that your heart so deeply desires deep down. So just allowing yourself to feel whatever emotion is there as well. There may be some anger, some frustration that it's not here yet or that you've been slowed down over the last year, if that's been your experience. Allowing yourself to go into the reality of whatever emotion is actually there for you. Naming it, feeling it, moving. And some further questions for inquiry, for contemplation, for journaling. If it's a desire for you to create love, if you've got that idea of the kind of partner you would like to have if you have a sense of this relationship that might be coming for you in the future and you're not currently experiencing that some questions for reflection may be what is your relationship with uncertainty when you think about creating space when you think about saying no to some you know, things that are currently filling up your plate, whether that be work projects, even if those work projects are extremely uh, rewarding and exciting. If for you, there might be a tendency to continue to read or learn or explore or go into a solo spiritual practice. Again, nothing wrong with any of this, but if you're using these things, if you're going through uh, the, the motions of these types of things, which are more solo oriented or more helping you to, I guess, soothe some of the pain of being alone, the invitation here is to ask yourself, like, what would actually happen if I chose not to do that? And I just allowed myself to, to be with myself, if I allowed myself to be in the expansiveness to allow myself to be in the nothing, to allow myself to be in the not yet. 
to allow myself to say perhaps no to that social event, say no to that invitation, even though you may not want to be alone, even though you might have a fine time to go, well, hang on a sec, you know, that's actually not in alignment with my highest desires for my heart. What might it feel like to be a little uncomfortable by saying no? What might it actually feel like if you allow yourself just to be alone without a plan? Can you try it? Can you try it and see? Is there something that you could decline or say no to? Is there something that you could take off your calendar, which is going to have you feel very uncomfortable, actually, because there will be a space, a space without a plan, a space for you just to be and to allow yourself to trust that the universe does not actually like an empty space. And if you create that space with the intention of allowing someone to come in to your life, to allow yourself to continue to move around the relove wheel, that that will also present itself. Can you trust the not yet? Can you allow yourself to feel the unseen? If you have followed the Lunar Abundance practice, this is very much the new moon intention setting process. Allowing yourself to be with the unknown. Allowing yourself to trust the seeds of your desire, what you can feel in your body, even if it has not actually manifested in the 3D world, in the real world yet, but not to go and fill up your plate with other things, not to go and fill up your calendar, not to go away from the feeling of the discomfort of the not yet. Is this something that deep down you are scared of? Creating love, not just the discomfort and being alone. Might you actually be scared of what might happen when you start to come more deeply into relationship or connection with the other? What might you be scared of? Do you feel worthy of receiving what your heart desires. Deep down, do you feel like you deserve to have this amazing person come into your life? So invitation is to tune into these questions. Allow yourself just to journal, to go for a walk and to noodle on these thoughts. See what drops in. You can even ask the universe, can you help me? Can you bring me situations and people and thoughts and opportunities for me to dive more deeply into understanding what's going on for me around these things. And know that if you find that emotions come up, you know, the way through those emotions again is to name them and to feel them, to go into them, to have a big cry, to scream with frustration into your pillow or to go out in nature and stomp your feet and yell if that's something that's available to you. And to create the space. Because once you create the space for love, 
that's where it's going to start to happen for you. And if you would love to join a high vibe group where together you'll be working with brilliant magical women playing, I should say, uh, to create love together. So getting that clarity around what it is that your heart so desires now and stepping into your beautiful luminosity and to really enjoy a flow of aligned people who are interesting for you, who are great playmates for you, you know, who are going to support you to really open up into greater love and connection, uh, then I invite you to check out the Relove group program. You can go over to my website, ezzyspencer.com. There's a video up there and you can see and feel and tune in as to whether the group might be a fit for you. We will start our registrations at the full moon on the 26th of May. And I would absolutely love to connect with you if you are feeling it. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Head on over now to ezzyspencer.com to do my free quiz to find out where exactly you're blocked on the relove wheel. And I will email you a free love potion so you can dissolve that block. You can also find me on Instagram. I'm Ezzy Spencer, and you'll often find me riffing on my Insta stories about all things love. So please do come and say hi because I love to connect with you. If you are interested in working together, make sure you keep an eye on the emails for the next enrollment of the Relove program, which is a really juicy, delicious group experience where we go into the magical cauldron together, um, building a beautiful foundation of self-worth and welcoming in real love. You can also drop me a note on the contact form over ezzyspencer.com if you're interested in private work as well. Thank you so much for being here. I wish you all the love.